Hello, friends. Welcome back to the I'm in Love with That Song podcast, where we explore a different song each episode. This edition, we're spending some quality time with the king of the blues, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. B.B. King, and there must be a better world somewhere. My name is Brad Page, and each and every episode of this podcast, I rummage through my music library and pick a favorite song. Then we sit down together and really listen to the song, what I call deep listening, as we uncover all the nuances and elements that make it a great song. Today, I've picked something that I think is really special, a song by one of the world's true masters of his genre, B.B. King, and There Must Be a Better World Somewhere. Oh, yes, I know There's just gotta be a better world Somewhere King was born Riley B. King in 1925 on a plantation in Mississippi. In 1947, he and his guitar moved to Memphis, Tennessee, where he started his career as the Beale Street Blues Boy, later shortened to Blues Boy, and then eventually B.B. King. He had his first number one R&B hit with the song Three O'Clock Blues in 1952, And his career took off, and he never stopped until his death in 2015, when he was 89 years old. B.B. recorded over 50 albums in his career. His album Live at the Regal, recorded in 1964, is considered to be one of the most influential guitar albums of all time. He toured the world right up until his death. He played all over the globe. Really, it was B.B. King's planet. We just lived on it. In 1981, B.B. released There Must Be a Better World Somewhere, his 27th album at the time. The album features a killer band, including Hugh McCracken on guitar, David Fathead Newman on saxophone, Bernard Purdy on drums, and Dr. John on piano. The title song, There Must Be a Better World Somewhere, was written by Dr. John and Doc Pomus. The song begins with a quick piano figure, and then it's right into a vintage B.B. King guitar solo. Right at the top, there's a two-note phrase that opens the solo. This is one of B.B. King's trademark phrases, or what guitarists like to refer to as licks. Now, follow me on this, because I hope you can appreciate this as much as I do. That phrase is only two notes. Now, anybody could play those two notes. There's nothing special or unusual about them. But anyone who has a passing familiarity with B.B. King can hear those two notes and immediately identify it as B.B. King. How is it that an artist can develop such an identifiable style that you can literally pick them out in only two notes? It's a very subtle combination of phrasing, timing, string bending technique and vibrato that over a lifetime of playing bb king was able to distill that to refine it to the point where the sound is so uniquely his own it's as distinctive to the ear as a human voice
There's maybe one in a million guitar players who can develop a style so distinctive you can pick them out in one phrase. That, to me, is the magic of B.B. King. Here's the first verse. Sometimes I wonder Just what am I fighting for I win some battles But I Coming up here as we reach the tagline, I love his vocal performance here, how he pulls back, restraining himself, letting just enough emotion through. But I know Yes, I know There must be a better world Somewhere Flying high Some joker clips my wings Here in the second verse, they introduce that saxophone part to play off of his vocal performance. Out of doing those kind of things I keep on falling in space To be honest, that's probably my least favorite part of the song. I wish they had used his guitar rather than the sax. Oh, yes, I know There's just got to be a better world Here comes the bridge section, and pay some attention to the syncopation of the piano part. Every woman I want only wants herself. That's the great Dr. John on piano. Love somebody else. And every woman has got a license to break my heart. Every love affair is over Before it gets a chance to start oh! I love the way he just bellows there Maybe in the hereafter Instead of tears I'll learn all about laughter But meanwhile It just ain't fair. And I love the way he says rather than sings, it just ain't fair. Now let's dig into this vintage B.B. King guitar solo. The solo begins in classic B.B. King fashion with a five-note phrase that rises then falls in pitch, ending with a quick slide down the neck. That's followed by a piercing high note, then he works his way down to the root note where he adds some trademark B.B. King vibrato, and then ends the phrase by softly bending a note up. (laughs) 
I love that bit because in that short little phrase, you get to hear three of his masterful techniques, the way he digs into that opening high note, the vibrato in the middle, and that gentle little bend at the end. It's perfect phrasing. Let's listen to that again. The next section contains a phrase that is so identified with B.B. King that guitarists actually refer to it as a B.B. King lick. Sometimes you'll hear a guitarist say, I'm going to play a B.B. King lick here, and it will probably sound just like this. That lick right there. That is a textbook B.B. King lick. I mean, literally, if you bought a book on how to play like B.B. King, that lick would be in there. In the next passage, he has some unpredictable note bends. He's swaying up and down before landing on another classic B.B. King lick. That bit at the end, that's another classic B.B. King lick. And here's what to listen for in this next section, the way he bends the notes, how he holds certain notes to leave spaces in between, and then the way he trills the last note before he slides down again. That trill is probably the one technique that is most identified with B.B. King. Generations of guitarists have tried to master that technique. The solo concludes with more great examples of his piercing high note attack, his string bending technique, his use of spaces between the notes, and his trills and slides. Now let's listen to that whole solo from the beginning all the way through. After the solo, we return to the bridge. Every woman I want only wants herself. Everybody I love seems to love somebody else. Once again, his vocal phrasing, the way he sings, everybody I love seems to love somebody else, with that soft quiver in his voice, Man, he's selling it to me. I believe it. Everybody I love seems to love somebody else. And every woman. They really work the dynamics well here, how they build up and then pull it back for the final verse. Over before it gets a chance to start. I really like that whole transition there. I'll land on 
all about laughter But meanwhile I'm stuck out here It just ain't fair But I know I said I know Here comes the big finale, and his vocal performance here is so good. Listen to how he finishes it off by hitting that last note hard, then throwing in one last soft note, bending it up at the very end. That is some tasty guitar playing, folks. There Must Be a Better World Somewhere by B.B. King. Now, I've mentioned before in this podcast that it was KISS that really got me into music and set me on the path that I've been on my whole life ever since. But there was one moment that was just as important. I was a teenager the first time that I saw B.B. King. It was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I was really into rock and roll then. I think I had even bought my first guitar at that point. It was a no-name guitar I got at a flea market for 10 bucks. But I didn't really understand what to do with it, really. Guitar playing seemed like some kind of voodoo. It was a mystery that I couldn't crack. But there was B.B. King on TV playing guitar in such a way that I could understand what he was doing. It crystallized something for me. His playing was so perfect. No notes were wasted. Every note he played was exactly where it was supposed to be. Every note sang to me. There was so much passion in in his playing. It was all coming together for the first time for me. I could see what he was doing. It made sense to me. But I knew what he was doing was not simple. This was a real master at work. There's an old saying about playing the blues that it'll take you five minutes to learn the blues and a lifetime to master it. You can play the blues with only three chords, but what you can express with it is almost limitless. Using only a handful of notes, B.B. King could unlock the universe. He's still the guitar player that has had the most influence on me. I hope you enjoyed digging into this track with me. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another podcast. In the meantime, please share this with your friends, like us on Facebook, and Write a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. All of that helps more people to find the show. So, until next time, thanks again for listening to the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. Remember to support the music and the artists you love by buying their music. Thanks for being a part of this episode on B.B. King's There Must Be a Better World Out There Somewhere. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.